Matthew 11, 28 through 29 through 30th, 11 chapter, 28 through 30th verses. Let us consider this thought today. Rest in Jesus. You said amen like you don't need rest. Amen. It goes a little quicker when you talk to me. I said rest in Jesus. You know us. We are trying to rest standing upside of a tree. We'll try to rest at work. Supposed to be working, you back there taking a nap, trying to rest. Children, cut out that noise. I'm trying to rest. Turn that TV down. I'm trying to get a nap. Wish they would quit sending me these bills. I need some break. Every time I look around, the taxes are going up. They need to give us a cut. I'm talking about rest, eternal rest, present rest, future rest. Things go a lot better with Jesus. Some folks try to rest in alcohol, drugs, promiscuity, sleep aids, crazy aids, and any kind of else aid that you can get some rest. About the best we can do is just get some temporary rest. <clears throat> just use your sanctified imagination to the degree if Every situation, every obstacle, every circumstance that I encounter in this life that has a way of getting under my skin, I need to rest in Jesus. Now, there's some pre-qualifiers to that. You know, a sinner can't do all of that. See, we are children of God. We are not sinners, right? I hear it three, four. We are not sinners, right? See, God children have privileges. Somebody said privileges. privileges. Amen. Privileges. When you got a good report, you have privileges. I remember, you know, I'm from a little town in East Texas. It was about 5,400 people there when I left 50 years ago. Uh, but my father had a good report with people who mattered. Now you'll figure that out on the way home. You might have a good report with your weed smoking buddies, but they don't matter. Am I right about it? They don't matter. They're just trying to lure you into their craziness. But when I was growing up, we didn't have a lot. I thought we was poor until I left, and I saw some folks that was poor. We wouldn't, we, compared to them, we were rich. 
And I would go downtown. Daddy never had a credit card, never knew what. I could go downtown and go to any major department store. You know, they had bells. Anybody remember bells? You know, bells is in them country towns. There were some more stores there. And all I had to do is just go in and say, uh, uh, I'm happy where a son. And folks knew who that was. That was my daddy. They didn't know his real name. They just called him Happy Ware. His name was Edgar Ware. Who said, that's Happy Son? Oh, put it on Happy's bill. Somebody say, privileges. As I said, Christians, children of the Most High God, have privileges. Does anybody in here like privileges? Yes. Oh, they don't matter. What? Something wrong with you if you don't like privileges. Amen? That's a cut above the norm. Privileges. When you can call on your father who owns the cattle of a thousand hills, who knows all and sees all, when you can get favor from him, somebody say, Privileges. She said, well, is, is, is that all it takes? No, see, you, 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 you have to go through a process of salvation first before you enter into privileges. Jesus is saying to his children, he's just not speaking to the world. He's speaking to the Jews, and he's also speaking to the Christians. Come unto me, all you who want uh, labor. You're you, you trying to do something for the kingdom. I thank God for the members of the Barnabas Church because we don't have no, any problem working. Sometimes during the course of the many years we've been here, uh, several of us had to wear two or three hats. They don't complain. They just do it. Amen. We just do it. That's, it need to be done. We'll do it. Somebody drop the ball, I'll pick it up. Pastor, you need me to do that? I'll do it. Somebody say, privileges. So rest, come unto me, my children, who labor and heavy, heavy laden. I will. And if he said, I might, I don't think we would be here this morning. He might bless me and he might not. If God said he's going to bless you, you can look for a blessing. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? You don't have to question God. He's not a might or maybe God. He's a definitely. He's a will God. See, 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 rest means calm. Rest means comfort. Rest means refreshed. Because you're so real, can stress you out. Sometimes your own family can stress you out. Your friends, your neighbors, your coworkers, they're just stressing you. Just, they're not stressing you. You're stressing yourself. Trying to manage the whole world's problems all by yourself. A yoke. He, he said, take my yoke. Take my 
yoke. Take my yoke, of, a, a wooden frame that, anybody from the country in here? Well, see, you're all from and you just don't know. Uh, take my yoke. It's a wooden frame that has a long bar that has two loops in it. They're used to team up oxens, okay? And when you got oxens on the same yoke, they have a tendency to pull together. It has a tendency encouraging the one that you're yoked to. Am I right? So you don't have to pull the whole load by yourself. You got somebody pulling with you. Well, this spiritual yoke that I'm talking about this morning, uh, if you can't pull, the Lord said, I'll pull until you are refreshed. Until you are re-energized. Everybody, anybody been knocked down? Take you a minute to get up. So in your restoration, God's saying, oh, I pull. I pull. I don't know about you, but I have had, I have had the Lord to pull me. Because I couldn't pull myself. So, so it harnessed it, it, it them together. It encouraged them. Many times you saw them pulling carts. Many times you saw them pulling plows, two yokes, pulling the two, two animals pulling at the same time in the same motion. Jesus is saying, go ahead and get in this extra loop I got for you. I'll get on the right side, you know, because he's on the right side. And I'll... You get on the left side, and we are pulled together. Has anybody ever ended up somewhere that you didn't know how you ended up there? And I'm talking about a good thing. Anybody have ever got a promotion that you didn't see coming? Am I right about it? Anybody ever received an anonymous gift that you had no idea where it came from? You yoked up to something. Am I right? So come unto me. It, 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 sounds, it, it sounds different. See, he's talking to two audiences here. He's talking to the Jews who are having a problem with this new thing they call Christianity. Okay? Because you know what the Jews said. If you are not a Jew... You can take up our practices and you will become a proselyte. That's about the best. You, now, again, uh, you go over there and sit in the proselyte section. You can't sit with us, but we'll let you sit in the same space that we do. Second class Jews. Jesus said, you, you, You're working to stay under that system. You, you're heavily laden because men are putting burdens on you that you can't remove yourself. That's in the sixth chapter of Matthew. Folks will put burdens on you that, you, that they can't even handle themselves. But they expect you to be able to jump over mountains, outrun a speeding bullet, faster than a locomotive. Am I right about it? I mean, they said, no, under a shade tree drinking some tea.
Jesus said, come to me. You don't have to go through all of that. Come unto me and take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Now, this is a mellowsome scripture here because this learn of me is more than coming to morning worship. This learn of me involves Sunday school, Bible study, extra curriculum on your part to learn more about Jesus. You cannot please the Lord if you don't know how the Lord want to be pleased. See, just good thoughts don't get it. I love the Lord. You do? So I know you're in regular Bible study. No, I, uh, I love, oh, I know you're a regular wisher. You know, I ain't been churching. Mm. And you say you love the Lord? How, how you know? I've been married going on 44 years. And I need to find out what my wife likes. So I'd be better able to please her. I can't expect her to like what I think she should like. Uh-oh, I'm meddling, I know it. That's part of the gospel. So I need to know what she likes, and then I shower her with what she likes. And during the course of that, she start liking what I like for her to have. That's a little relationship new engagement person. <laughs> you got to take time. They had a song out the other day, take time to know her. It's not an overnight thing. Take time to know her. Please don't rush into this thing. Jesus is telling us, you need to take time to know me. This is not an overnight thing. It's not a one-service thing. Take some time. You are trying to rest on your own, and it ain't working. I have drug in here on Wednesday night, because, you know, before I, uh, before I, before I retire, I'll be wore out, you know, not physically, but when you mentally wore out, it affects your physical. And I'd be just wild and, and then, hey, Pastor, hey. I still be wore out, wishing I was at home looking at the rifle man. But by the time Bible study is over, I done forgot, I done got my rest. Don't you know? That God made us, and he knows how to refresh us. He knows how to restore us. He knows how to lift us up. He also knows how to bring us down. And I be living here, leaping, jumping, and praising God. I thought you was tired. I was, but the Lord gave me. The Lord gave me. The Lord gave us. Thank God for rest because we'll be wore out. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Well, well, good. Look here. Look here. Look here. Rest. Come unto me. Come unto me. Come unto me. 
And you get yoked up by learning of him. You say, okay, ain't none of my church members around, ain't none of my family members around. Oh, that's right. The Lord is around. So I can't do what I really want to do. Just because they not here, he sees me. And I got to give an account to this, even though nobody know I was thinking about this. Nobody's around for me to see me and run back and tell it. But the Lord sees me. That signifies you're yoked. I said that signifies you're yoked. See, when you're yoked up with Jesus, you don't have to pretend that you're holy. You don't have to pretend. You have a glow about you. And you're not, it's not burdensome. See, when you're pretending, you got to keep too much on your hard drive. They call it the RAM. For you technical folks, the hard drive, and then when you put in a command, it pulls the information up to the RAM the operating system, and that's what you operate on. When you close it back up, it goes back to your hard drive. Can I get an amen from some technical folks? Well, the same thing. It's just like lying. You have to remember. Somebody ought to say something. You have to remember that last lie. Because if you don't, all the other lies do it does a domino effect. Boom, 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 boom. Well, you told me. <laughs> well, you know, I was just playing. No, they call it lying. But when you tell the truth, somebody can wake you up at 2 o'clock in the morning and you'll tell them. It's just like that. But if you don't lie, they wake you up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, uh, I said, what? <laughs> when you are walking with Jesus, it's so much rest. It's no pretension. It's no burden. You don't have to worry about it because you know the Lord will fight your battle. Now, he does require us to do what we can do. Don't you know that he has given all of us a brain, amount of intelligence, the ability to reason and ration? Use that before you start calling on him. Uh-oh, uh-oh, I hear the soft spot. I, you just can't, no, no. God is saying, use what you have. I gave it to you. You remember the three that received the talents? One received one. One received what? Two. The other received five, right? Didn't it? So that, that let me know every, uh, each one of them had different abilities. The one that had two doubled it. The one that had five doubled it. But the one that had one said, oh, master, I know you was a mean man. I know you like to gather what you hadn't sown. Well, if you knew all of that, why didn't you use what you had? Are you using what God has given you? 
I encourage you today, use what God has given you first. And if you find yourself failing at that, that's when God, uh-oh, that's when the Lord steps in and show you his mighty hand and start moving things right before your faith. And you say, thank you, Jesus. Are you yoked up? I guess I got to preach a little while longer. The correct response should have been, yes. This is an interaction. I can't help you just preaching to you. I want to help you see it. Are you yoked up? See, you quick learners, boy, I tell you. Amen. Amen. Quick learners. Yoked up. And then he get on down here. He said, I'm gentle. I'm not abusive. I'm not condescending. I'm gentle. And I'm lowly in heart. I'm not so puffed up you can't approach me. Don't you despise folk that think they are so much they can't talk to you? Jesus said, I'm not like that. I'm lowly and hard. I'm not trying to prove anything because I am everything. Oh, Lord. Uh, amen. I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm gentle. I'll treat you good. In fact, once you get hooked on me, you don't want to go back. I don't know about you, but I've been hooked up with him a pretty good while, but, and you can't tear me away from him. Paul was like that. He said, nothing shall separate me from the love of God. Why, Paul? Because he's just that good. He saved my life many times. When they let me down behind the wall and saved my life, God was there. When they beat me with those rods and left me for dead, God was there. Somebody asked you, why are you so stuck on the Lord? Because he's just that good. Ain't he good? See, I told y'all quick learn. This will go quick. So he says, my, I'm gentle. I'm lowly. And you will find rest for your soul. Has anybody stayed awake all night long sometime worrying about stuff you can't control? God said, if you give it to him, I'll give you rest. And this kind of rest, you don't need no sleep aids. You don't need a shot of Jack Daniels. You don't need nothing to help you rest. You just lay down and I'll lay you to sleep. And when you get through resting, I'll raise you back up. Ain't the Lord all right? Oh, God, that's what I like about him, because he knows our heart. He knows what we need to survive. He, somebody say, he knows. He knows. Now, he's the kind of God who requires accountability. Just because he knows, he's not going to barge in and take over. He has a little caveat called ass. If you want the Lord to intervene in your situation, I just want you to ask. 
And then second to that, I want you to believe I will. Thirdly, I want you to believe I can. And it shall be given unto you. Has anybody ever asked him for anything? Has anybody ever gotten anything? Ain't the Lord all right? He's good. He, I said he's good. And then he said, you know, stuff around your neck has a tendency of irritating you. Amen. Since I retired off that government job, I try to dress down as often as I can. You see how I'm looking? I hey. The Lord said, come as you are. I can't preach good all tied up and got on this coat and I started getting down in my juice and started sweating. I'm messing around and pass out up here. <laughs> it ain't what you wear. It's who you worship. It ain't what goes in. It what comes out. Am I right about it? My burdens are easy. In other words, when you put on my yoke, you won't get chafed around the neck. Because it is a frame that goes around your neck. Let me, let me help you out right there. Again, if put somebody put something around your neck, you are more inclined to follow them. Because you don't want it to pull on your neck. Ooh, goodness gracious. Y'all come on back next Sunday. <laughs> you make preaching easy. My yoke is easy. Half the time you don't even know it's on. It's in your devotion. It's in your love. It's in your dedication. It's in your inspiration. You don't even know you got on anything. But I'm right there pulling with you. I know what it's like to not have the yoke on. Y'all been saved all your life. Looked like you had a silver spoon in your mouth when you was born. Some of us had to scrounge and scrape. Am I right about it? And I discovered the difference of being yoked up with Jesus and just yoked. Let me help you out. You yoked up to something. Something got control of you. It might be your husband, your wife. Bible talks about it. If you don't hate your mother, hate your father, your husband, sir, not hate hate, but like less. Okay? Jesus said, you're not worthy. That's what hate means in the Bible, like less. Don't mean just hate. But he used the word hate. You like them less. In other words, if you can't put the Lord first, you are not worthy of his privileges. I thought you were supposed to put your spouse first. No. They didn't die for you. They didn't save you. My wife don't have a problem taking sacrifice. Because when I'm devoted to God, 
he not only blesses me, she's included. Because after all, we are no more two, but we become what? Amen. So if I keep my relationship, not saying that she's not responsible for keeping her own relationship. I'm not saying that. So don't take the wrong message back to Georgia, Michigan. Florida. You looked up then, didn't you? So you have to understand, out of your getting, get an understanding. My yoke is easy and my burden. You know, does anybody like being burdened? I got enough problems of my own rather than trying to take on yours. Jesus is saying, my burden is light. It's almost so light, you don't even know it's a burden. See, that burden is light, okay? What, what are some of the burdens? Being a regular worshiper, being a student of the Bible, paying your tithe, your offering, uh, devoted to your ministry. Those are not heavy burdens when you want to. No, no, they're not heavy at all. Now, they become heavy when you're saying, shoot, I, tithes, bills. Mm, I don't even know. And your faith will make the choice. If I give to God, he'll help me pay the bills. But if I pay this bill, I owe God. I'd rather owe this bill than owe God. Because he will make a way. Won't he do it? Can he do it? He'll make a way. Not somehow. No, no I know we used to sing a song. Lord, we'll make some. No, not somehow. He'll make a way. Won't he do it? So, so my brothers are light. It's easy walking with me. Look at here. The, the, see, the yoke can apply to the kingdom of heaven, obedience to the revealed will of God. That's a yoke. I want to please. Anybody want to please God? That's a yoke. Okay? The yoke can be precept, the, the necessity of performing that particular obligation by which you had bound yourself too. You said you would be the leader of the women's uh, 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 department. Where are you? You said that you were going to be responsible deacon. Where are you? You said you were going to be a faithful member. Where are you? That's a yoke. Because you want to do it. Am I right about it? The yoke of faith. A yoke of faith. The necessity of believing in Jesus as the Son of God. Anybody believe? To believe his doctrine. Do you believe his doctrine? And to be in all things conformed to his word and to his spirit. Somebody say, that's a yoke. yoke. These yokes are really 
beneficial to God's children. They're put in place to protect you, to bless you, to promote you, to comfort you, to refresh you, to make this life on this side tolerable. What you mean, Pastor? Just last night, two or three folks got shot. It wasn't any of you. Protection. Somebody say protection. Somebody ran into some havoc. This week, it wasn't none of you. Uh-oh. If you did, you knew how to hand it off. Now, don't, just don't think just because you're a child of God, you're going to live a carefree life. It ain't happening. But you got an advocate in Jesus. Jesus knows when you're coming up on a stumbling block, and sometimes he'll take the bump out of the bump. Sometimes we need the bump to bring us to ourselves. It's a divine yoke. The obligation to live a spiritual life. Is anybody destined or determined to live a spiritual life? You can't live a spiritual life with this foot out and this foot in. He came to die. Now, as I close, Jesus is saying, just in case you missed all of that, because I saw some of you was nodding, you stayed up too late. <laughs> Let me capture this so you can leave blessed. You want to leave blessed, don't you? Amen. Jesus is saying, the service uh, uh, that I shall require, it's easy. I'm not asking more than you are able to do, which is your reasonable service. The things that I ask you to do, they are not burdensome. Like all other systems of religion in coming to him, there's a peace which surpasses all understanding when you come to Jesus. Am I right about it? It's not burdensome to believe in him because in him we'll find joy, we'll find peace, we'll find comfort. In following him through evil and good reports, a comfort which the world can't give. And because they can't give it, 
they can't take it away. You are living beside somebody right now that's going through hell. And you just as peaceful. It ain't like you're fa not facing the same issue they're facing, but you have an advocate that you say, Lord, I can't handle this. Take it. Because you say, if I were yoked up with me, you would give me rest. You would give me peace. Am I right about it? See, 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 uh, uh, you will give me rest when I'm under a trial in a situation. When I'm under persecution, you'll give me rest. When folks scandalize my name, you'll give me rest. When folks say something about you on the Facebook, you won't get into a frenzy war with them. You'll just let it pass on by. Because you're a child of God. You carry peace with you, not fire. Am I right about it? You, you, that yoke also will give you a hope of glory. That blessed hope one day when Jesus shall come back and take us home to the Father. Am I right about it? Jesus said, that's not burdensome. Who wouldn't want to live forever? Certainly not in this world. I don't want to stay here forever. See, our hairs are getting gray. Am I right about it? Legs are getting weak. Waist is getting big. <laughs> Who want that forever? I'm looking for a place where every day will be hidey hidey and never goodbye. I'm looking for a place that what? No more dying. No more sickness, no more pain, no more aggravation, no more dog eat. I'm looking for a place where every day will be Sunday and Sabbath will have no end. I'm looking for a glorious place. I'm looking for a place where we can walk around heaven all day. I'm looking for a place that we will what? Praise the Lord all day long and never get tired. I'm looking for a place. And all I got to do is yoke up now. I need to get hooked up right now. If I'm not hooked up, I need to get hooked up with Jesus. Am I right about it? Because the Bible said the world was in awe and disarray. The world was killing itself. And God looked down from the majestic heaven and said, I got to do something because man going to kill itself. And I can just use in my sanctified imagination, he looked over his son. His son looked back at him and said, Daddy, if you need somebody, I'll go down. And I will be a petition for man's soul. And the Bible says he came on down through 42 generations. The Bible says he was born in Bethlehem, wrapped in swaddling clothes. The Bible says he grew up a little time in Nazareth, and he walked the streets of Judea. 
But one day, the Bible said they carted him to an old rugged cross. Am I right about it? They put him on an old rugged cross, and, and they stretched him wide. They, they put nails in his hand and a spike through both feet, and he never said a word. But then he felt the need to let them know that they wasn't doing anything that he wasn't allowing them to do. No man taketh my life. I'll lay it down. And when the time come, I'll pick it back up. Am I right about it? He silhouetted between heaven and earth. Am I right about it? The sun went down 3 o'clock in, in the evening. The first recorded eclipse of mankind. Am I right about it? The Bible said he died. I said the Bible said he died. He didn't just pass out. He wasn't just unconscious. But the Bible said he died. Am I right about it? The Bible said they took him down from that old rugged cross. And they put him uh, uh-huh, in a barry tomb. The Bible said that he stayed right there all night, Friday night, and he stayed right there all day, Saturday. And he stayed there all Saturday night. But early, somebody shouted, early, early Sunday morning, uh, he got up. I said, he got up. Then the Lord get up with all power in his hand. He has power to lift up the bow down heads. Uh, Power to mend the broken heart, uh, power to heal the sick, and power to raise the dead. Oh, power was in his holy hand, and the story doesn't end there because he's coming back again. Am I right about it? Use your sanctified imagination. He's coming in the air, riding on a cloud. Uh, Riding on his own power, looking over to the graveyard where that saints are laying. They said, Come, blessed are my father. Dead saints start coming up out of the grave. He looked over to the other side. Live saints are walking around. He, they start changing in a moment. At the blink of an eye, we'll be caught up. Somebody shout, Caught up. We'll be caught up. Caught up, caught up. Am I right about it? If you allow me to use my sanctified imagination, I'm glad that we'll be going home with Jesus. I just want me an airplane seat. I want a window seat. I'm using my sanctified imagination. On the runway, I like to see where I'm leaving. And I like to see where I'm going. But I'm leaving pain. I'm leaving sorrow. I'm leaving dying. I'm leaving confusion. I'm leaving diabetes. I'm losing high blood pressure. Am I right about it? And I'm going. Somebody say going. Going to a place. Where God will wipe away all tears. If you want to know what that means, 
it won't be anything to cry about. He's going to take away all the pain and we'll be forever with him. Ain't God all right? Ain't he all right? Ain't the Lord all right? Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, oh, neighbor, wake up, neighbor. I need to ask you a question. Are you hooked up with Jesus? Then somebody else say yes. Somebody over here say yes. Say yeah. I'm hooked up. Say yeah. I'm hooked up. Say yeah. I'm hooked up. Ain't he all right? Ain't the Lord all right? want to clarify this is has it been good over here somebody say yeah has it been good over there somebody say yeah When trials and tribulation rest in Jesus. When your money get funny, rest in Jesus. When they friends turn their back on you, rest in Jesus. When you come against something you don't understand, rest, 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 rest. Rest, 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 rest. Ain't he all right? Ain't the Lord all right? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Ah. 